You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, here we go, everybody. Locked On Lions on a Thursday, August 12th, and a Friday, August 13th. Matt Derry with you on the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome in as we get you ready for preseason game number one. Tomorrow night, Friday night, 7 o'clock at Ford Field. Tickets still available for like $11 if you want to sit up high. For Lions and Bills at Ford Field, we're brought to you by our friends at Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the league. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson pod, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the show today, Lions make a surprising roster move. Maybe it's not that big of a surprise, but a, a, a room gets weaker. We will explain coming up momentarily. Also, I'll give you the three players who I think are going to make the biggest impact in tomorrow night's game. The guys that after tomorrow night, you're going to go, man, I thought they looked good. We'll do that. And also a preseason warning is where we start today on Locked on Lions. Uh, Again, we thank you guys for listening. It all starts tomorrow. I know it's the preseason, and I'm about to drop a giant bucket of cold water in the preseason, but... It's still exciting that tomorrow evening you'll lock in on Fox 2 or NFL Network at 7 o'clock and you'll see your team in their blue jerseys and everything else and the silver pants and all that stuff playing a game, whether it's real or not. Uh, So it is exciting. Brandon Gauden, Herman Moore, and Danny Rogers on the call on Fox 2 tomorrow night. And if you're listening on the radio side, 97 won the ticket. Dan Miller. Lomas Brown, TJ Lang on the sidelines. We mentioned before from yesterday's podcast, in case you missed it, the tickets Jim Costa will handle the studio hosting gig, a gig once held by yours truly for one season, one magical season in 2012. That was your Calvin Johnson broke some record. It was against the Falcons on that like Sunday night game or Thursday night game. Um, as I remember being in studio uh, for that, but uh, good luck to the broadcast teams and etc. One note on the broadcast tomorrow: many of you are saying Brandon Gauden, who's that? Uh, Brandon is a national guy. He works. He does some Fox Sports One baseball games. He does Big Ten Network, Westwood One. He's the voice of Madden, uh, and he's a national Fox guy. Normally, you'd have a local guy or girl calling the games. Um, I don't know how Brandon Gauden got the gig. I know last year he was lined up to do the preseason games. Uh, after Fred McLeod had passed away. Remember, Freddie did the games two years ago uh, before he passed away. But it seems like it's been a revolving door of people calling Lions preseason games, going back to Matt Shepard. But, of course, Shep got the Tigers TV gig, so he can't do it. Uh, He'll be busy at Comerica Park tomorrow night uh, watching the Tigers and Guardians uh, slop it up. Uh, But Brandon Gauden doing the games, many of you are probably going to be like, who's that? Um, It's an indictment a a little bit on this market and that there's nobody that the team nor Fox uh, could peg locally to do the games. But I've been telling you guys for years on this podcast that this market has has really deteriorated when it comes to sports reporting um, and uh, play-by everything. I I think it's gone down. Uh, Still some very good play-by-play guys, some very good anchors in this market, some very good talk show hosts, but not what I think it used to be. Uh, back in the day, we had awesome columnists and must-read and must-see things. 
Uh, we don't have that, in my opinion, anymore. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Lockdown Lions, and also on Twitter. And also, we post this podcast every day on the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. So here we are, right? Tomorrow night, you're going to get to see Dan Kemble on the sidelines with the headset on. Not sure what outfit he's going to wear. I'm sure the national media will eat it up no matter what he's wearing. Um, but it's preseason football. Let's do a little pump the brakes routine right here, right now. Number one, let's remember something. These games don't count. All right, the starters may, may, not will, may play one quarter. So if the Buffalo Bills blow the Lions out tomorrow night, that doesn't mean that the Lions suck, it's SOL, it's all this stuff. Now, if the Lions look good, that doesn't mean Detroit's going to win nine games and surprise everybody and shock the world, as Jawan Howard would say, or did say many, many years ago. So let's remember what we're watching tomorrow night. Am I going to watch? Of course. Am I going to have a post-game pod after? Of course. All right? You bet. But let's remember that this is the exhibition in preseason before we go crazy. Case in point. The Pistons are playing summer league games right now. And there are actual NBA reporters saying things like, well, I read this Kevin Pelton story today on ESPN.com. It was a joke. Well, I've talked to some NBA people, and they're already saying Cade Cunningham. They're a little concerned. He's played two summer league games. When Cade Cunningham drives and kicks to Sadiq Bay, who's got an open three, and Sadiq passes up that three to drive in and take a two-point shot contested and misses. Do you realize, number one, in the regular season, Sadiq Bay takes that shot. Number two, he makes that shot. So that's an assist for Kay Cunningham. Number three, he's working on something. Sadiq Bay is working on his off-the-bounce game. He's putting the ball on the floor, something that NBA people said last year he couldn't do. One-dimensional offensive player. In the preseason, the Lions are going to be working on some things as they're out there. They're not going to play their scheme the entire game that they're used to playing. They're not going to blitz. They're not going to try some things. Why would they put anything on tape in the preseason for any of these teams to study for the regular season, especially the 49ers in week one? They're going to do some things tomorrow night that are uncharacteristic of the Lions. It's the exhibition. It's the preseason. I'm excited to see football. I want to see body language. I want to see rallying to the ball. I want to see the impact that Dan Campbell has had from an emotional standpoint and an effort standpoint. But as far as scheme and all this other stuff, what I'm looking for is it can some talent, you know, make a few plays. But as far as scoring and everything else, got to remember, it's, it's the preseason. So... I just want to hope that everybody understands that if a bunch of penalties happen tomorrow, that doesn't make the Lions an undisciplined team. All right? It, does, it means they're working out the kinks. That's all this is. So while I'm excited and while we'll talk about it and while we'll go over it, let's remember it's the preseason. And let's also remember this team is not going to win a lot of games this year. They're not. Buffalo is a better team. Now, it's going to be mostly, for the most of the game, Buffalo's second, third, and fourth stringers against the Lions' second, third, and fourth stringers. Heck, Josh Allen, their Pro Bowl quarterback, isn't even playing. Mitchell Trubisky is playing. Now, I know Mitchell Trubisky looks like the second coming of Dan Fouts against the Leos when he plays them, but keep that in mind as well. 
We're brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to go to your local chain auto parts store and stock up on everything that you need. Why stand in line? Why talk to people behind the counter? Now we're putting masks back on again. You don't want to do that. Why not just order from home? You have access to rockauto.com on your computer, on your laptop, desktop, uh, phone, tablet, whatever. rockauto.com is the place to go. Save time, save money when using Rock Auto. Their prices are reliably low for everybody. All right? They serve do-it-yourselfers. They serve the experts. They've been doing it for over 20 years. They've got everything you need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go there now, rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your car, truck, and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Preseason Eve, ladies and gentlemen, for your Detroit Lions. Back at it on the Lockdown Podcast Network on this Thursday. Lions and Bills, Friday night, 7 o'clock, down at Ford Field. I, again, I was uh, hanging with my good buddy, Colleen Bowton, today at work. Colleen is a big Bills fan. I said, Colleen, you can go on StubHub. You can go on any of these sites. There's like $11 tickets. Go see your Bills, baby. She's like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to sit up high. <laughs> You know, the Bills. Let's go, Buffalo. The Bills make you want to. Bills are a good team. All right. uh, Today, the Lions released Quentin Dunbar, the veteran cornerback, ex of the Seahawks and the Washington football team. Dunbar had been gone from the Lions for the past week and a half to two weeks for personal reasons, and the Lions today released him. There was talk. At some point this offseason, after signing Dunbar, who had had good success a couple of years ago in Washington, that he could vie for one of the starting cornerback spots. But now, don't know about that. Quentin Dunbar, who sported the number one, is out, meaning if Iatu Melifonwu moves up, you got to figure Nikel Roby Coleman moves up. Guys like... Corn Elder, Jerry Jacobs, A.J. Parker, move up. And you're looking at Oruarie, Okuda, Mike Ford, and Melifonwu as four guys that you really are going to count on with Nikel Roby Coleman as well, unless NRC uh, just uh, you know craps the bed and can't guard anybody in the slot. And there was a reason why nobody signed him until this week. But that is a, going to be a position that... It's, I almost feel like it's going to be like a feast or famine thing. Like in three or four weeks, or four or five weeks into the season, we're going to go, man, the Lions got a couple of really good young corners. Oruarie is coming into his own. He's got good size, decent wheels, and he's playing the ball well for a fifth-round pick from a couple years ago. And in year three, he gets it. And Jeff Okuda, man, he's living up to the hype. He's living up to the expectations. First-round pick, number three overall. He looks good. He's the shutdown guy we expected. Or are we going to be a month into the season going, oh, my God, these guys suck. Okuda can't play. Oruarie is a third or fourth corner at best and not a starter. And what are we going to do? Because Mike Ford is more of a fill-in. If Iatu Melifonwu was a third-round pick, but is he a starter yet in this league after playing in the ACC for 
uh, the, the, the juggernaut Syracuse football program? I, I kid. It'll be very interesting to watch where this group goes. I'm hopeful that with Aubrey Pleasant, you know, manning the, the, the uh, defensive backs room, that we are going to see a big-time engaged improvement from that group. Now, everybody is saying Okuda has had a much better camp. But again, remember, who's he going up against in practice? This wide receiver core blows. Who's he checking in practice? Khalif Raymond? <laughs> Quintez Cephas, who really hasn't practiced much? Damian Ratley? Tom Kennedy? Chad Hansen? So, you know, I know Okuda's look good. I'll be interested in seeing how he looks Friday night, tomorrow night, at least in a quarter of play against some NFL receivers, Cal- NFL caliber receivers. But Quentin Dunbar is somebody that, for sure, you know, the Lions, I don't think the Lions ever said it, but many folks that were covering the team were like, wait a minute, this could be a veteran presence who could start opposite of Okuda. It'll be Dunbar versus Overwarrior. Well, now it sounds like Amani and Jeff are the guys. So, I would keep a, a close eye on the cornerback position um, for sure coming up tomorrow night. All right, three guys who I think on the postgame pod tomorrow we're going to be talking most about. I'm going to give you those names coming up next. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Tonight, folks, we have, we have NFL football tonight. If you are that big of a degenerate, and I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong or I'm, or I'm dissing anybody, we got action tonight. We've got actual games to play tonight. Who's into gambling on some Patriots football team? New England, a one-point favorite over WFT. Stillers at the Eagles. Philly, a one-point favorite. And then tomorrow night. Your Detroit Lions, who are a one-and-a-half-point underdog, are now a one-point favorite over the Buffalo Bills. If you want to bet on these games, I don't know why you would, but if you do, there's only one place to go, betonline.ag. They got everything, baseball, football, even news and odds on UFC and MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams Prep for the NFL season. Head to the website now, betonline.ag. Use your mobile device, too, if you want. And receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you sign up. All you got to use is the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. That's LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, folks, Lions Bills tomorrow night. Here are the three players that I think we're going to be talking most about on the postgame tomorrow. Are you ready? Number one, no surprise, I've said this since February or March. The Tim Boyle Express revs up tomorrow night. Mr. August makes his debut as the Lions backup quarterback will light up the bills, look the part of a preseason star, just like he was in Green Bay, and Timmy B., Gets it done. Tim Boyle will be the hotness tomorrow night. Everybody's going to be talking about him. Can Tim Boyle take this job from Jared Goff? Boy, Tim Boyle sure looked good. Why didn't Goff look good? I'm telling you it's coming. Prepare yourself for the Boyle Express. 
It's happening. Hop on board. Tim Boyle, I believe, will play well, because that's what he does in the preseason, and we will be jocking him like no other. We'll also be throwing bouquets at Jamar Jefferson, the Lions' seventh round pick and running back. Now, there is some concern because Jefferson the other day injured his ankle, but I think he's going to play, and I think he's going to have a whale of an impact. A lot of speed out of the backfield, catching the football. Uh, Seventh round pick, but they absolutely love him. And I can see a scenario where we are talking about Jamar Jefferson in a very shining way um, tomorrow night. Lions want to run the football. And we know this. There is no reason to play DeAndre Swift or Jamal Williams for an extended period of time uh, in this game at all. Those are the guys that are going to be the bell cows throughout the year. There are other guys on this roster, uh, Dedrick Mills, Javon Leak, and others. But I truly believe that it will be Jamar Jefferson, the seventh-round pick, that makes a splash in this game um, tomorrow night. I believe it. So I think uh, the kid out of Oregon State, 5'10", 200 pounds, will play well, and we'll all be sitting here lauding Jamar Jefferson tomorrow night. Finally, my last pick, I'm going to go with Derek Barnes, the linebacker from uh, Purdue. Uh, the Lions wanted him. They, they got him in the draft, and... You know, I, I, I think this is a kid that has been working closely with Chris Spielman. I know he's been injured for part of camp, but he said he's going to play. I think we're going to see number 55 make a few plays on Friday night. He's got sideline to sideline speed. Um, he's 22 years of age. He's, he's ready to play. I'm not telling you that Derek Barnes is going to be the end-all, be-all right away. But in a, in, in a position of serious need for this Lions team at linebacker, uh, and a guy that the team you know really wanted on day three in the draft, in the fourth round, um, Derek Barnes I think is going to be ready to play, and I think he'll play well. I think number fifty-five is a guy to watch. He made the comment the other day about you know he would be a fool not to take the advice of Chris Spielman. Spielman loves Big Ten linebackers. And I think he's sort of adopted Barnes as his guy. And I truly think that Spielman had no hand in this draft except for that pick. I think he was needling Brad Holmes a little bit to go get this kid. I think that's what I think. And I think that this would be a, saying a home run, but I think this is a guy that um, is going to make some splashy plays for the Lions on Friday night. So Derek Barnes, Tim Boyle, Jamar Jefferson. We'll see if I'm right uh, tomorrow night after the game. All right, this has been the Thursday edition of Locked On Lions. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. If you missed Jim Costi yesterday, he was fantastic uh, from 97 Won the Ticket. So check that out right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We'll do the post game pod tomorrow. Enjoy the game, everybody.